will not put any more on us than we can bear. Amen. He won't do that. So I just bless the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. He's an awesome God, is he not? Now, I don't know about y'all, but I feel kind of like a dampness in the air. Amen. I, I feel, what you said, Dick? Yeah, I, I can feel a dampness. And, and I didn't come to, to, to today to, to not praise and worship God and have a freedom and the liberty that only the Spirit can bring. Amen. Amen. I refuse to be bound in any way. Amen. Amen. I, I won't do that because, see, God's been too good to me. In spite of the Lord has been too good. That's all right. Go ahead and praise him. He's worthy. Go ahead and give us some praise. Amen. Amen. God has been good to us, y'all. Amen. Praise the Lord. God has been too good. Let the Lord have his way. Amen. If you, if you got to dance for God, you just go ahead and let God do what he has to do. Amen. God is a good God now. He's a mighty good God. Amen. Amen. I, I, I come to give God glory and praise and honor. Amen. I thank him too now. Don't get too many opportunities to stand, but I tell you, when the Lord allows me to, amen, I'll go ahead and do my best for the, for the Lord. Because it's all about him. We're just instruments that he is using in this day and hour. Amen. We're just so excited. So excited in the Lord. Still, you know, looking for that journey. Amen. Amen. Thanking God. Thanking the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Don't know how long I'll stand here. Probably won't stand here long today, but amen. But uh, don't know. Probably won't be standing here next week. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Just going to listen to what the Spirit has to say. Amen. We're going to the book of Daniel. Chapter number six. Going to the book of Daniel today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God is an awesome God. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. He is worthy to be praised. Amen. Worthy to be praised. Daniel chapter number six. Going to continue with what the Lord has said. Thank God for all of you. Thank you. Thank the Lord for, for Dr. Manley. Amen. 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 The shepherd of this house. Amen. Amen. The under shepherd, because God is the chief shepherd. Amen. 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 Thank the Lord uh, for him. Amen. Thank God for all of you. Thank God for the intercessors. And I gather Sister Illinois still got her company. Amen. 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 And I'm sure about now, she's she probably feeling us. Amen. She's she probably feeling us about now. Amen. Amen. So I can imagine when she gets back in the house, she's going to run up in there. Amen. Praise Amen. God. It's a big difference. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but I can't eat from any table. I just can't do it. I, I just can't do it. Got to diet now, Sister Diane, and go, and go eat from the table that the Lord has given unto me as a diet. Can't eat that bland food, amen. Can't eat all that mess. Amen. Can't do that. No, I ain't gonna do it. Amen. Uh, Lord has to kind of beat me down and all that other good stuff, but I don't believe he wants me to go backwards. Uh, he wants me to continue to go forward. Amen. Daniel chapter number six. Daniel chapter number six. I'm going to the book of Daniel. Amen. Start reading at verse number one. Y'all, we do know this is a new season, right? Amen. And I'm excited about this new season and what God is doing and is going to do in this new season. Daniel chapter number 6, beginning with verse number 1. Verse 1 says, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princesses, which should be over the whole kingdom. Verse 2 says, and over these three presidents, 
of whom Daniel was urged that the princess might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage. Hmm. Then this Daniel was preferred or preferred above the presidents and princesses because of an excellent spirit hmm. was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Hmm. The king thought to set him over the whole realm. Just going to read verse 4 and 5 just for reading. Verse 4 says, Then the presidents and the princesses sought to find an occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. See, did you know that? They tried to find something against him concerning not church, but the kingdom. Mm -hmm. But they could find none occasion nor fault, for as much as he was faithful, neither were there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, today I, I, I yield my total being unto thee and use me as thy will. Just want to be an instrument for you, God. Just want to be a mouthpiece for you, Lord, this day. Father God, I pray that your Holy Spirit, that he will channel the fire of you through this old earthly tabernacle of mine. And God, water your hearts of your people. Father God, we thank you even right now for enlightenment. We thank you, Lord God, for that which is sent down from heaven that will feed you people. We praise you for that, God. Now, God, have your way. Move Brenda out of the way and let the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, let him come. Let him begin to teach us and allow us to, to dine with him, God. Father God, let nothing fall in our flesh. Because God, we know there's nothing good in our flesh. But God, let it settle in our spirit. So that, Lord God, it can be recalled at any time, God. For God, we are in a battle. But God, we just thank you because you're the one that rules and super rules. So Father, have your way now. Say that you have no dominion. You are not wanted. You are not welcome. All we cast you out in the yes. name of Jesus, yes. by the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. Father God, now we pray for sensitive ears, Lord God, that we will hear what thus saith the Lord. In the powerful name of Jesus, we ask it all. And amen and amen. 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 Today we want to talk about the spirit of excellency. The spirit of excellency. And we also want to talk about the kingdom assignment. Because God has given this house, I can't speak for any other house outside of these parameters, but God has given this house, he's given this house a kingdom assignment. He's given us a kingdom assignment. But there's some things that God wants us to know because he's, as he's been speaking about the new season that, that we're in, 
the Lord has been revealing himself to us, preparing us for the journey. He's been, he's been preparing us for the journey. Now, verse number one in chapter number six of the book of Daniel, it says, it pleased Darius. Now, Darius means possessing the good. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom a hundred and twenty princesses, which should be over the whole kingdom. Now, let's look at what God is talking about here in verse number one. When you talk about Darius possessing the good over the kingdom, there's the note that says 120 princesses. Now, the 120 is very relevant, and the princesses are also very relevant. Now, we've been taught how to count the numbers. When we count 120, what do we come up with? Three. Resurrection. But not only does it mean resurrection, but it also means the recovering of spiritual truth. In the season, the Lord says he is going to call forth those that has recovered spiritual truths, those that has been resurrected to be over his kingdom. Those are the ones God's going to use in this new season. Now, when they begin to talk about his kingdom, you've got to have kingdom people that know what kingdom means. You can't have church-minded folk. So if, if, if God is taking into us into a realm where, where about the kingdom, then those who have been resurrected and know truth now are the ones that God is going to use in this new season. He, these are the ones God's going to use. Those that, that has recovered or rediscovered spiritual truth. Because see, everybody's not where we are. Not that we're exalting ourselves, but the Lord has begun to teach us some things that we didn't even know before. So now that we know that the church is just an avenue to the kingdom, and since we know that, then we're the ones, and I'm sure there's somebody else out there that the Lord is going to use or is using, but for this house, we're the ones that, that, has, that knows the truth now are the ones that's going to be able to speak into others in regards to the kingdom. We've got to be resurrected. So since we've been resurrected, since we know the truth now about church and kingdom, and that the kingdom is within us, and we find God within us because it has everything to do with the kingdom that's within us. Now, what the Lord is saying that I'm, these are the people that I'm going to use. These are the people that we're going to use. People that are kingdom-minded. Now let's also go to the book. Let's go to the book of Genesis because we want to deal with these princesses. We want to deal with these princesses. Because you know, note that it was 120 princesses. So we, we've got to deal with the, prince, the princesses. Genesis chapter number 32. Genesis chapter number 32. Genesis chapter number 32 is the word that we want to, the book we want to go to. Genesis chapter number 32. Genesis chapter number 32. Genesis chapter number 32. And we're going to start begin reading in verse number 28. 
verse number 28, in the book of Genesis, chapter number 32. Verse 28 says, 28 says and we were talking about, we're talking about the princesses. Verse 28 says, and he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince has thy power with God and with men hath prevailed. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince has thou power with God and with men and hath prevailed. Now, look at a couple of things. When we look at the word Jacob, Jacob is that, that mind is in transition. That mind that is in transition. All right, now Israel, when we're talking about Israel, so Israel is he who rules as God. He who rules as God and has been spiritually reborn. You see, Israel, when he changed Jacob's name to Israel, it meant that he will rule as God and also that he's been spiritually reborn. When the transition takes place from Jacob to Israel, there's a spiritual rebirth taking place. That's a spiritual rebirth. So when it says that about the prince, that's 123 uh, uh, princesses that will rule over the kingdom. Then what God is saying, those that have been spiritually reborn are the ones that he's going to use in this now season. These are the ones he's going to use. He said they are spiritually reborn as a divine son. See, when, when, when the mind is in transition, he is not yet a divine son. But when his name is changed to Israel, then he is a spiritually reborn divine son. He's a builder. But it goes on to say he had, as a prince, has, has thou power with God and with men. So the Lord says these people that he's going to use in this new season, they will have power not only with God, but they will have power with men. See, there's going to be some, a transformation taking place in this new season. That's why God says we, he's got, we, he has got to have kingdom dwellers, those that know that from entering from the church is just an avenue to enter into the kingdom. But these are the people that he's going to use. These are the people he's going to use. Those that, that you know, I looked up the word prince also, and I got to thinking about uh, over in foreign countries when they talk about a king and a prince. You know, a prince goes in training before he can become a king. But, you know, I found something weird in the scriptures, and I said, now, Lord, let me show you what I found. And that's not part of this, but yet it was part of it. Let's go to Revelations uh, chapter number one, I believe it was, when I was looking at the word princess. Because God said, these princes are going to be set over the kingdom. They'll be set over the kingdom. And they will be teaching. They're going to be showing other people how to enter in the kingdom. That church stuff's going to be over. The church stuff's going to be over. Amen. That church stuff's going to be over. Now, Revelation chapter number one, and this is just a nugget. This is just a nugget. Because, see, you all have been called, you've been chosen to usher in the kingdom. Our assignment, the Lord said, is a kingdom and assignment. Now, Revelation chapter number one. Now, remember that when you look in the natural, when you look in the natural, 
you'll see that the king is over the prince, right? But when it comes to Jesus, it's something different. Revelations chapter number one, verse number five. Verse five says, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Now he talked about Jesus Christ. He says in the verse 5, it says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead. Then he says, And the prince of the kings of the earth. So here on the earth and over us, Christ is the prince. Even though he's king of kings and lords of lords. Here, he says he's the prince over the kings of the earth. He's the prince. Now, we look at verse number six. It says, verse six says, and hath made us kings. So Christ is the prince over us. It says, and he hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. It's amazing to know that that Christ is king and prince at the same time. He is prince over us here upon, upon this domain. You know, and go, let's go back now to, to um, let's go back to Daniel's chapter number six. Let's go back to Daniel. Let's go back to Daniel. We're going to walk this thing because we deal with this excellent spirit. Amen. Dealing with this excellent spirit. We got power, y'all. When we've made that transition, we've been spiritually reborn. Spiritually reborn. All right. Going back to verse 1, chapter number 6 in the book of Daniel. Take note now, the ones that God is going to use in, in this end time, the Lord said he's going to set them over the whole kingdom, which means the kingdom is not going to be divided. Amen. See, we can be divided within ourselves, See, because the kingdom lives within us. But God says, you know, the, the, this prince, the one that's been spiritually reborn, he's going to set them over the whole kingdom. That won't be a division in us. Amen. The whole kingdom. Amen. Whole kingdom. The whole kingdom. That won't be no division. Now, those that also that has rediscovered the spiritual truths of God. Look at verse number two. Verse two says, And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princesses might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. Hmm. Mm hmm. And over these three presidents, those that have been resurrected or have recovered spiritual truth, he says Daniel was preferred first. And I said, okay, God, what you mean? Now, the word Daniel means a couple of things. Daniel means judge of God, but it also means the word dawn, D-A-W-N. Now, when you look at the word dawn, that means the breaking of a new day, a breaking of a new day. But something else is interesting, too, about Daniel. Daniel comes from the tribe of Dan. <laughs> And you know, for those that wasn't here on Wednesdays and didn't hear that word, 
Daniel, that, that, that tribal Daniel, that, that spirit of Daniel, he was like a serpent that, that laid along the side of the path where really this is the rider was traveling along a certain path. But then because of that root, he was connected to that root, even though he had been delivered and was used, being used bodily from God, as we, we talked about last, uh, last Wednesday, that now that from the tribe of Daniel, it's, it's a serpent that lies along the path. And not only is it a serpent that lies along the path, but also it was an antler that was in the path. It said it lies along the path, along the way. It's an antler along in the path, and from in that path, it had a purpose. Its purpose was to, it was to cause the rider to fall back. It was going to bite at the heel of the horse. It was going to diminish the power of the rider in order for the rider to fall back. And I said, now God, how is that Daniel is connected? God says, even though I can use Daniel, there's some roots to his problem. There's a connection from that family tree. There's some, there's some roots there. And, and he says, those roots got to be cut down. Because, see, those, those, those connections, those ties can cause some problems as you're going along the way in the, in the kingdom move. So, so, so I said, okay, God, I understand that. I, understand, I, see, I see the lineage of a thing. Even though his family ties and, and his roots was not what it should be, yet there was something interesting God was revealing. He said, Daniel was first. He, when you look at the scripture, it also talks about him being preferred, but I got to slow, slow down because I ain't got excited. But I got to finish verse two. So, you know, it says the princesses was going to be under those presidents, those officials. But the whole purpose was that they may give an account. God said, in this season, there will be a, this is a season of accountability. The order of, the, of this season is accountability. I said, okay, God. He says, it's, it's accountability. He, and, and see, the princess had to give reports to the presidents. So in other words, there had to be an accountability. Just like our deacons do your report, and then you pass it on, and you, know, you give it to your pastor about reports of, of, of your people in the, in the body of Christ. This is the same. God said, this season, there will be accountability. There will be an order. And from that order, there will come accountability. But then I said, okay, God, I understand that. And he said, uh, the whole reason and the purpose of the accountability is so that the king would not have any damage or suffer loss. So we have to hold one another accountable. If we don't hold one another accountable, then the, the king will suffer loss. So nobody likes to stand in the way. So let me use this as an example. If, you, if the kingdom, which is in you, this is just an example, the kingdom is within you. And there's a there's some people behind Sister Floyman. You're the kingdom, all right? The interest way, because you know about the kingdom, the interest way for those others is through you. But if you are in the way, they can't get in. So therefore, we have to make sure that we're not in the way in order that others may come in. So there has to be accountability. Thank you. There has to be some accountability. There has to be some accountability because the Lord has given us a kingdom assignment. Now watch what really, this I, I don't understand. I understand it, but you know God's way is not like our way. It blows me away when we wait the way God does. Now look at verse number three because the king is not going to suffer any loss. Okay, Verse number three says, then this Daniel 
was preferred above the presidents and the princesses because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. I said, okay, God, what you say? God said, even though there was, there was, there, there, there's a set order, yet God, it says, preferred Daniel over all the rest. I said, God, what are you saying? He said, that, 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 that dawn, that breaking forth. He said, I have, I have set an order. And yet, because I've set an order, because of an excellent spirit, that, that Daniel has, or the, this body will have, what God says, what I have done in this situation, what I have done, I have set an order. I have set him above everybody else. And the reason being is because of the spirit that's in him. God says, in you, there's an excellent spirit. You remember, we talked about wisdom. We talked about how God is uh, making us learners, uh, instructors. How God said we were instructors and we're going to be able to teach others. It's because of the excellent spirit that God has placed on the inside. He said, I prefer, even though I've got an order set, but yet I have some of us going to excel farther than others. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because of the spirit that God has put in. God said, it's an excellent spirit. That's why in this season, there has to be the spirit of excellency. In everything that we do, it has to be the spirit of excellency. God says, he's put, he preferred him. Over all the rest, he preferred him. In other words, God says, what I've done is I've set him forth from the rest because of the spirit that's in him. Now watch this. This is why we have to make sure we God, we God, the spirit of God is in us. We, got to, we have to God our whole life. We have to God our relationship with God. We have to God everything that has to do with God in our lives. And we will see why we got to be on God. We're going to see why. Now, understand that he has an excellent spirit, right? Excellent spirit. And, and this is why God chose Daniel. That's why he chose him. One that judges like God, the judge of God, because of the spirit that the Lord had put in him. Now, let's look at Daniel, chapter number five, which is a proper page that would have been on, on, on your body. Daniel, chapter number five. Mm -hmm. Got that excellent spirit. We have an excellent spirit. God has placed an excellent spirit in us. Now, Daniel chapter number five, verse number nine. Mm -hmm. We'll read nine, yeah, nine. Verse number nine. Verse nine says, Then was King Belsazur greatly, Belsazur, I'm getting tongue-tied, <laughs> uh, greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his Lord were astonished. Now the word Belshazzar means Belshazzar means Baal favors or protects. Baal meaning an eye above. Whenever the devil see you ex excelling in God, it troubles his spirit. See, the devil's a spirit too. When, whenever, whenever, whenever the Satan see you rising in God, it troubles his spirit. And then the word said, his countenance was changed. Okay, Lord. His countenance was changed. Now look at verse 10. It says, Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into 
the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. Look at what it says. Who's the king? Verse 10 says, Now the queen. And that's the feminine part of the king in the Hebrew. It says, Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the, what kind of house? Banquet, Banquet house. Satan will come in your, and rain on your parade. And I know banquet means at the time of celebration. At a time of celebration. And when you're excited in God, when you're moving in God, that's when Satan will come in. It says he came, he came into the banquet house. How many, and this, this is the house, this is the tabernacle. How many have been celebrating and so excited about God, then the devil showed up? In your house. Thank you for smiling on that because you real ain't your baby. You real. I mean, the devil will show up right up in your house and you celebrate. He'll say, he'll, he'll come in there. He won't ruin your party. That's his purpose. See, he, Satan does not want, he, he does not want you to do what God has called for you to do. Satan does not want the kingdom assignment God has for this house to go forth. But the devil is alive. The devil is alive. And so he came into this banquet house. I mean, and then it says, Tell them, don't let your thoughts be troubled. Because you know, when we're walking in the will of God and doing what God says, do you not know the, 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 uh, the demons tremble? They will, when we're literally walking in the, in the will of God and we're right smack in the center of God, demons will tremble at the things that you're doing for God. Right now, he is trembling because we're the place that God has called this house to go. Because listen, we've been telling people, it ain't about church no more, it's about the kingdom. You see, that's important. That's important because a lot of people still think it's all about church. They have no idea. And we have learned that once you enter into the kingdom, the kingdom within you, and you suck with the God that's within you, you grow spiritually so fast. It, it scares Satan. So just think about it. If each one of us begin to witness to somebody, just think about it. And I think you use an illustration. Each one of us begin to witness to people, begin to tell them that, thank you, Brother Bobo, for getting all them CDs. To begin to tell them that it's no longer about the church, but it's about the kingdom. Do you not know how many souls would be saved? Do you not know how many folk would begin to enter into the kingdom? And they'll understand it's about the kingdom within me. It's not about the external building and how they would grow spiritually. Now, do you think the devil going to sit around and, and let us do that for the, for the Lord and him lose souls? No! That's why his countenance has changed. He is literally angry Amen. For, the, for where God has called this house to be. Just think about how many souls will start coming in. Just think about it. Oh, I mean, it doesn't make a difference about the cultivation that you raise. Black, white, purple, green, it doesn't make any difference. As long as they get truth. And many of you are giving truths from the teaching you've been receiving because the understanding the Lord has given you, many of you have been sharing truths. And the devil is showing up upset. And you know what? He's after your excellent spirit. We're going to get that too. We're going to get that. That's why God said that we can operate the spirit of excellence. Now, look at that. You know what it said? Baal, Baal in essence, really means Satan. He favored. He favored. He favored Daniel. He favors the spirit of Daniel. He favors that excellent spirit in us. He likes that. He likes that. Now, let's look at verse 11. Hmm. All right. Now watch how Satan and his imps have a conversation. Verse 11 says, there's a man. 
Now, you remember now that they're having a discussion, really, in verse 10, because they didn't come to Peter's house. They want to destroy something. Verse 11 says, There is a man hmm, in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit. And I, and I had to stop right there. It said, There is a man. Now, when I looked at that word man in the Hebrew, it says a warrior, one that has spiritual strength. Do you not know the devil know what you're packing on the inside? He knows exactly what you're packing on the inside. It says, there is a man in thy kingdom. As a warrior, he's got spiritual strength, but look where he is. Whose kingdom is he in? Wait a minute, what does that word say? Whose kingdom? He's in your kingdom. Look at, let's look at that word. Let's look at it. There is a man in thy kingdom. Now remember now that the queen is talking. She's, she's talking to the king. She's told him there's a man that has an excellent spirit that's in his kingdom, not God's kingdom. In other words, what happened is saying Daniel is in Satan's kingdom. See? No, not that. Not that. Not that. There's a man in thy kingdom. That food. But look what he said. In whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father's light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Now, when you look at verse 11, it says, when, when, she's, when they're speaking, it says, this person, this man, this warrior that has the spiritual strength that's in the, operating in the, kingdom of God, uh, in the kingdom of darkness, they recognize his spirit. And they recognize that the spirit that he has is the spirit of the holy God. You could be operating in Satan's kingdom, and Satan knows whose spirit you have on the inside of you. Because he just acknowledges he has the spirit of the holy God. Holy God. Satan knows what you're packing. I said that once. He knows what's on the inside of you. Operating. Mm -hmm. Holy God. He knows what you possess. Holy God. And then he says, and in the days that which is required, he begins to talk about his father, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar means the defender of the boundaries. Now watch what they say about this day, that, that about the spirit that's in you. Watch what it says. Uh, uh, thy father has light, understanding, wisdom. It says, like the wisdom of the gods. Do you think Satan wants somebody that does not have the wisdom of God? Do you think that he wants, he wants somebody that does not have life? Because see, he lost his life, so he wants your life. So if he can get your life, then he's got somebody in his kingdom that do things just like, I mean, that, that powerful, that, that spiritual strength, that can operate and take that wisdom of God that you have on the inside and use it on his behalf. That, that's the whole purpose of Satan. He wants to take what you got and use it in his kingdom. That's what he wants to do. Now, they, they have looked and they analyzed, they talked about the wisdom that they had. But then they also talked about the, like the wisdom of the gods. The wisdom of the gods. And then in 
came talking about, he said, the wisdom of the government was found in him. Satan knows that, that the spirit of excellency is in each one of you. Satan knows that the spirit of God, that, 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 that the holiness of God rests in you, so he wants to, he wants to annihilate anything that looks like God in you. He talked about how his father used. <laughs> in other words, this ain't the first time he been used. His father used him. The originator. Father means originator. So they say the most your gift. He wants to pimp you and pimp everything that God has placed in you for his kingdom. He knows what you pack. He knows what you got. He knows. That's why he wanted. That's why he said he, he favors. He favors. Satan favors a child of God because he wants what that child of God has on the inside. He wants that. His father used him. Said made him master. Said that. Said thy father made him master. Made you know make this thing a master of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Anything that's evil, he he made him masters over his. His kingdom, those people that were in his kingdom that work in wickedness, he made him master of that, not over the master of things of God, but things of darkness. So he knew that the gift, the power that relied and rested in this person. He knew, he knew. And let's look at verse number 12. We're almost done. Verse 12 says, and this is where we want to go. For as much as an excellent spirit this is what he's after. Watch me. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams, showing of hard sentences, that means being able to analyze problems and solve them, mm -hmm. and dissolving of doubts, were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named. Belshazzar. Hmm. And that means whom Baal favors. That name is whom Satan favors. See, Satan wants to change your name. He wants to change your name. He wants to change your name. He does not want you to be that the, the judge of God or the one that from dawn to the breaking forth of a new day. He wants to change your name. So you're the one that he favors because he wants to use everything that you got. He says, whom Satan favors. And I said, thank God. He said, yeah, Satan favors it. And the reason why Satan favors one that God had preferred and had set forth is because of all the gifts that he had on the inside. That's why, now Satan don't want nobody out there he can he, he, he. get. He don't want that. He will take the best of the best of the cream of the crop of God, and those are the ones that he wants. I mean, excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding. I mean, that, that can look at a situation, can analyze it, tell what needs to be done, and, and, and then things begin to work and operate. Now, just think about it. In this kingdom assignment that God has given us, he's already told us we're going on a journey. He's, we're walking a journey. And as we're walking this journey, what's happening is, Satan sees what we're doing. He, he hears the things that we speak. And every time we make a move, he shows up too. Every time we make a move for the kingdom, 
a little closer part of that assignment that God has for us, he shows up too. He, he wants that excellent spirit in you. He wants that. If he can, if he can take out that spirit, he think he got you. He got you. He got you. He wants this excellent spirit because you know how, how sometimes uh, uh, when, you, when, you, when you change from when you, when you were lost and then all of a sudden you got saved and seemed like you were able to witness the folk and, and something about the, the anointing of God, it just draws people. And people just wants to be around you. And you begin to be able to speak into people's lives and you see change. Now, Satan does not want that. He wants to kill your spirit. He wants to kill it. And he knows exactly what we possess. For as much as an excellent spirit, he, he has analyzed the children of God. <laughs> Thank you. He has been studying the children of God. And if he can, as he studies you, he knows every move you're going to make. And he said, well, I can use that gift. He said, I can use it. You know, music originated in heaven. Music, really, that's supposed to be in church, but the right kind of music. You know what Satan did? He took that music, and he took it to the world. And when he took it to the world, and the world started making money off of it, and then he turned around, and the church folk grabbed that music from the world, which originally both been God and brought him to the church. Made a commercialism. Now, we got to understand everything, everything God has given us, there's Satan comes up with a counterfeit. He will take what God what's God and he'll use it for himself. So if he can can I do again? If 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 whatever your gift may be, and you can sing because they said you need to make a CD. Now, he'll take your gift. Singing. Instead of you singing for Jesus, he'll have you singing for the world. You know why? He says you can make the money in the world. If you're over there in the church, you know, you know you ain't gonna get the kibbles and bits. But if you're over there in that world singing that, you can make some money. Listen, you can shine exactly right. You can shine. You see, everything that God has on the inside of us, Satan wants to prostitute your gift. He wants to prostitute what you have, what God has given you that's on the inside of you. He wants you to use it for him. For his glory. You remember he said he's going to put himself up above God. He wants to be like God. That's his ultimate purpose. He wants to be like God. He wants to be like God. And he wants to take God's people and make a mess meat out of them. That's what he wants to do. You think of how some folk get messed up. You know, you got them, what is that, Jim Jones, all them folk following that, that crazy religion. And then you know, they all did. If, if he can do that, to the people of God. And let's think about it, that thing was reversed. If we were really on our, our on our P's and Q's for the kingdom of God, can you imagine the souls that would come through? I'm not talking about souls coming in this house. I mean souls out there. Souls that, that you can witness to, you lead them to Christ, then they begin to speak, and, and then they add somebody else to the kingdom of God. So he's trying to pimp what's on the inside of you, and he wants to destroy that spirit. Now, say something. You got knowledge, you got understanding. Know how to interpret dreams. Do you not know God will send a warning? He will speak through dreams. And you'll be able to, when, when dreams come, you'll be able to warn somebody. Or you'll be, you'll be able to tell a nation what's about to come. He wants that. He wants, Satan wants that. He does not want us to use the, the gifts of God. He does not want that. And if you can, 
He's talking about solving, solving problems, hard, showing, uh, I think the word says, showing of hard sentences and resolvings of doubt. If you, if somebody's ready to commit suicide, and God has given you that anointing to be able to speak a word into them and their life change, do you not know Satan wants that too? Because he wants everybody destroyed because he knows he can't make it to him. He's already been kicked out. So he's trying to get as many riders and passengers to go with him. That's what he's trying to do. Now, but we have to be careful. We have to make sure he does not get our spirit, our excellent spirit. Because see, God preferred him over, preferred him, Daniel, over all the rest of them because of the spirit. Now, it's, it's God's spirit. Every gift that we have on the inside of us, it belongs to the Lord. Amen. It's just Satan wants it. Amen. And he wants to use it. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go over, and this, this is the last thing. Let's flip over to chapter number one in the book of Daniel. See, this, this will show us what, why Satan is doing what he's doing. Chapter number one in the book of Daniel. Hmm. And we're going to look at verse number three and four. And then we're going to be done. I'm dealing with the experience. I, I pray that, that the Lord is giving us clarity and understanding about the battle that we're in. Verse number three says, And the king spake to Ashpenaz, the master of his unit, that he should bring what? Certain of who? Certain of the children of Israel. And that word, remember that word Israel means he who let go. And of the king's seed and of the princess. He won't serve children. He ain't want anybody. He won't serve ones. He's specific about the ones that he wants. And he wants to take the seed from, from, from the king. Because it talks about, it says, and of the king's seed. Not only, Sister Selena, since you're close to me, not only does Satan want you, but stand up babies, stand up seeds. Can I see seeds of Selena? My shit, my shit, you'll see them, your mama. Stand up, stand up, stand up, baby. Stand up, baby. Stand up. Not only, see, this is the illustration. Thank you, everybody, we need to think. Not only does he want the one that birthed, say this, he said he wants certain children. Not only does he want her, but he wants the seeds too. He wants your siblings. You know what I'm he wants you. He not only does he want you, but he wants your baby. Deep, not only does he want you, but he wants your children. But James, not only does Satan want you, but he wants Jamia and the rest of your babies too. He wants the king's seed. You see, if we impart, Sister Diane, if we impart into our kids what God has imparted to us, that means they're going to be just as powerful for the kingdom as we are. If we know about the kingdom now, and the hell we're going through just to get there. And we're teaching our children the same thing. The devil's not all trying to kill us as adults. He wants to kill the children too. He wants the children too. He wants to wipe out the whole family because he does not want the kingdom assignment of God to take place. He wants us to forever to be in church. Forever be in church. Never enter into the kingdom because he knows the power of the kingdom. That's why when Christ left him, he taught him about the kingdom. He didn't teach him about church. 
you. The devil can't run you like mixed meat. He can't run you upside and down here. He can't do it. There's no way he don't have that kind of power. I feel my Jesus up in me. And I'm angry since I died at the devil. Trying to kill not only the head, but he's trying to kill the seed. And why have made and we have made ourselves available for the king. Now look at verse number four. This is why he wants us, y'all. This is why he wants to stop the kingdom assignment. There are certain characteristics we've got to possess in order to carry out the will of God. Four things. Children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored. Well-favored. Say they want people that have been favored by God. You know, we've been, I don't know what y'all, but we get some unusual favor. Yeah. Right. We are well favored. Yeah. He wants the people that God has really blessed that are well favored. Yeah. He don't want no trash. Right. Children in whom was no blemish, clean, holy, pure, but well favored and ooh, skillful in what? Skillful in all wisdom. He don't want a dummy. Say he don't want a dummy. He wants somebody that's skillful. Skillful in wisdom. See, when you got wisdom, wisdom, it says wisdom is the principal thing. He said, the word of God said, wisdom is better to have, it's better to have wisdom than rubies. In other words, it's better to have wisdom than have money. Because wisdom can take you to some places that money can't take you. Wisdom can get you in some doors that money can't get you in doors. Wisdom. Those that are well, well, well favored, skillful in all wisdom, and look, cunning in knowledge. Cunning means crafty. See, so there are times we can, we can, that we got to know how to get in a door. Cunning in knowledge. There's some things that we need that we don't have. We got to have the mind of Christ. So, okay, Christ, so you do it this way. See, and sometimes in order to win people, you can't always go down the street with your, your suit on and you, you clean up and all that. No, you, you can't go down in your suit, down in the project, baby. Can't do it. You might get to get wrong. But you got to know how to win souls for Christ. Common knowledge. You make, the word of God says, make friends with mammon. Okay, you may not be safe, but listen. Hey, I love you. I love you just for who you are. But if you hang me around me long enough, the spirit of God that's in me and the anointing, it will pull you. You see, we've got to be wise as a serpent, humble as a dove. Got to be. Satan, he says, and cunning and knowledge and understanding, he says, science. Hmm. Science. That's interesting. And such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace. You see, everybody can't stand. <laughs> he wanted people that had the ability to be able to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of Chaldeans. Remember what the Lord said a couple weeks ago? He's giving us a tongue to learn. <laughs> the language of an instructor. That's why the devil walks you. Because that way you can teach others. His, his way, not God's way. His way. See, there are specific characteristics that, that Satan is looking for because he knows everybody going to follow everybody. Mm -hmm. 
He's looking for folks that has the ability, he says, to stand in the king's palace. Everybody's not a leader. So he don't want just anybody. He wants those that know how to lead. If you know how to lead, you can get some followers. That's why the devil is trying to kill us in this house. But we cannot allow him to do that. He's after something. He's after our integrity. He's after our character. And he's after that spirit of excellency in us. And he wants everything that God has placed in this. And each one of us, he wants it. He wants it. It's a lot of church folk, but are they leading anybody in Amen. Those people that do that shaking and moving, they don't know the saying. That know how to shake, and you know how to shake, and they move some stuff. Those shakers and movers, they're the ones he wants. The shakers and the movers. The shakers and the movers. That's who we want now. The shakers and the movers. Let me give you, no, I'm, I'm done. Let, let, let me give you an illustration. My illustration, let, let me share this and then we're done. Okay. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Now in, in, in school or in, in some, in school or summer school, whatever, the child has to do their homework through the computer, right? There's not per se a teacher there that normally teach them like they do during out the year, am I correct? Am I correct? Okay, in some situations right now, that's how it is. You don't have a teacher, so as, uh, to be able to stand before your kids and teach them. So now you've got to get, they have to sit down, be disciplined, and learn from that computer. Am I correct? correct. Am I correct, Quentin? In some areas, in, in, in school, that's how it's done? In regular school, on the computer. Online steps. Think about it. Think about it. Think about what we are and what we're trying to do as far as teaching our children. When our children go back there, well, they're, they're sitting in front of a computer, right? And they have to discipline themselves to be able to focus and receive that word from that computer. And for when, according to that focus, then when they take that test, it's gonna tell whether or not they've been paying attention, and it will tell whether or not they'll move on to the next grade. Now, if we're doing that here, and they're doing it in school, in a little while, in a little while, it's gonna be to the point where, especially when there's a budget cut, teachers are gonna be moved, and your children are gonna be sitting in front of the computer. Here, here, God has advanced us. God has advanced us to be able to teach our children that when that time comes, they will be ready and they won't be falling behind. See, that's why you babies, y'all got, got to step it up. Because what happened, what you have learned, y'all ain't exempt either. What you all have learned, you got to teach somebody else. You got to teach somebody else. So while you're being disciplined right now, you're being, and, and some of y'all bucking, 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 bucking. Why you've been disciplined now is only to help you for work. It's going to happen and in the next few years. You're going to see this very thing, and then you ain't going to have to worry about making these nests. You know why? Because you already going to be far along. You've already been there. You're just like, this, this is second nature to me. I, I did this. We did this at church. And then they know y'all going to be saying church then. 
Y'all said, we did this at, 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 at our kingdom assignment. And they go, what you talking about? We had this light years ago. Y'all way behind. So when they sit down in front of that computer, they go, and the next thing you know, they're going to have them ages, nines, and the hundreds. And the other folks are with you struggling. Why? Because you're already being taught. You see, this thing ain't just about what we think. We're coming into a free building and we just had got some computers. But there's some things down the road, some things down the road that God is preparing us for. So when y'all get there or some others get there, they won't be messed up. Y'all were here? You were here the Holy Ghost. Don't hear Brenda. Because the Holy Ghost just, just gave me. That's how I know it. It was Holy Ghost because it wasn't playing. Didn't stay on that. Y'all were listening. We are at a place, in this place, that what's coming down the road, we're already going to be prepared. Amen. Already prepared. Thank you, Lord. He's doing, he's training us up now before that time comes. Thank you, Lord. Tell me, awesome now. That's why he's trying to kill seeds, the king's seeds. Trying to kill seed too. He don't just want to kill out mama and daddy, he wants them babies too. He wants the children too, trying to kill the seed. You got to listen. You got to hear what God, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. He's after us, y'all. He's after. And the reason why he's after is because we, are, we have possessed. We have come into a place that we've never ever been before. Our ears have been opened. And we've been ready to do the will of God. And here come. And the devil said, no, you ain't. I'm going to stop you before you get there. But the devil is a lie. Because we got some work to do. Amen. We got some folk to teach. How many more CDs, baby, you need? I have kids come in. 